Sorry, guys. Nice. Our life. Now, how many? How 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 do you guys like the jingle just now? It was really something done by Manfred. So, yeah. uh, really appreciate that little effort. Seriously, I've been doing wanting to do this for for a long time. Yeah, that was you know, pretty good, isn't it? Just like it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Yeah. So, you guys, if you guys like it, right? This is actually going to Manfred. Manfred, yes. you know, really work hard with that TikTok thing. Guy and yeah, our TikTok guy and all this, right? So, okay, sure. guys, welcome to the Three Marketer Show. Uh, this is episode 59, and today we have a very special guest, Azhar. Thank you for joining us. Now, guys, if you are watching this for the first time, please say hi to Azhar. Today, we're going to talk about SEO, which is a very, very in my opinion, it's a very serious, important, but it's a very complicated and confusing topic. So I'm really looking forward to learn so much uh, from uh, Azhar tonight. And guys, you're in for a treat as well. Remember, if you have any questions at all, type in the comment section later on. We're going to bring it up as and when we have uh, uh, so-called, we, we, we have the, you know, in between that we can actually bring it up. So T.Y. is already here. What's up, T.Y.? And you hey, say you're you like the new teaser. This is the only teaser we've ever made, you know, the, <laughs> <laughs> the only teaser that, you know, credit goes to Manfred. Seriously, credit goes to Manfred. After and I say is your favorite music clip for Slideshow. Seriously, wow, you guys mm. can be good friends already. You guys got to talk. Things a lot, yeah. Yeah, seriously, lot. man. Okay, guys, Um, today, okay, now we have another friend here. So, like, Lee, oh. Lee, Lee is actually saying King, hi to Lee uh, King, Lee King, yeah, yeah, my uh, cosmic. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Welcome in, welcome in, guys. Now, um, well... Today's we have Azhar Katip here from uh, Singapore, right? Yes, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, Azhar is Manfred's uh, uh, teacher and you know mentor. Yeah. So I think I probably want to allow Man Manfred to give us a you know a deeper introduction about Azhar. Please, Manfred. Okay. So uh, first of all, I want to tell the audience you are in for a treat. Okay, it is very rare that we uh, invite a heavyweight here. Okay, Azhar really know his stuff in terms of SEO and SEM. And honestly speaking. I attended at least three SEO training and I find his is the best. Because other SEO training I took, uh, I learned the theory. Uh, I, after the end of the lesson, I still blur because there's no hands-on. So he's actually introducing hands-on, go through the whole process. You understand what you learn and apply to it. Uh, it's just an introduction, but you have roughly an idea how to play with the tool and learn more about SEO. So without taking too much limelight, okay, Aza, you take over. Yeah, just with yeah, teams, Aza. Uh, Introduce yourself. Please share sure. with us a bit of background, okay. yourself, and all. Yeah. Sure. Thanks. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for having me on the show, and I'm excited to be part of this interesting conversation. I think Manfred has already begun by setting the bar quite high for me <laughs> with all the with all the kind and encouraging words. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get on with it. Um, so let me let me let me start with just a brief introduction about myself, uh, right? And uh, then we can get the conversation going. So, yeah, I've been active in the digital marketing space for the past, I think, nine nine years or so, uh, right? And uh, what started as a side hustle for me is now my main profession. So, uh, well, I basically run, uh, I mean, a boutique marketing agency here in Singapore. And uh, we basically help SMEs with their online presence. Now, online presence is a very wide field. Uh, and our focus is mainly on doing websites, doing content, uh, and uh, uh, most importantly, search marketing. So, yeah, so SEO and SEM is our, I mean, are our core competencies. And uh, we, I mean, we, 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 we think uh, SMEs are quite underserved in this area of digital marketing. So, so I mean, so that's where we have our value proposition and we try to, you know, enable, uh, you know, bring them online visibility on search engines, right? So, yeah, I mean, uh, and what I practice, uh, I also preach. So I am a trainer, I'm an adult educator, uh, and I'm quite active with Singapore Skills Futures programs here. Uh, and I happen to meet Manfred through one of these programs. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, practice and teaching, these are the two things which keeps me busy most of the time. Uh, yeah, and uh, digital marketing is, is, um, is, is, yeah, eight or nine years old for me. Prior to that, uh, bulk of my experience has been uh, in systems. Uh, I was in the corporate world previously, um, managing systems, uh, architecting data warehouses, uh, working with data. So all that IT background, IT blood really helps. Uh, because now things are going digital, right? Marketing is also digital, so it certainly helps. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's some background about my yeah my professional side. 
Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, Azhar. Thank you for the introduction. Now, uh, okay, like LK was actually uh, rooting for, uh, like, seriously, Azhar has done really good website for his clients. Guys, if you guys probably need some help in terms of, like, SEO advice, right? Uh, I just want to quickly cue this, although it's a bit too early. Azhar has got his own um, digital marketing program. So in case you guys need some help, uh, probably want to learn about, like what Manfred already mentioned just now, you know, one of his best trainer he has ever met. So you probably want to actually check out his program, right? So uh, we have got a question uh, for Azhar before we even want to roll into the first one now. This, oh, this is very DIY. important. This, uh, this is, is very important. important. <laughs> I think this is very important. I think we need to learn. We need to find out about this thing, you know. How is Manfred yes. as your student? Uh, actually, mm, Manfred, uh, he's a curious guy. Curious guy. Uh, likes to ask lots of questions. And uh, that, that that keeps the class lively and happening. I, I, I kind of love these kind of students, you know. Otherwise, the class is very quiet yeah. and, uh, you know, it kind of uh, gets lonely talking alone. So, yeah, I would <laughs> I would, I would really like to have more students like Manfred. Uh, okay, that, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, Manfred, lucky you. Well, uh, and good question. Uh. <laughs> honestly speaking, uh, when you ask a class and they, they keep quiet, uh, there's only two possibilities. One is they really know it really or they seriously don't know. So, but yeah. uh, honestly, do you think that they really know everything? Uh. <laughs> yeah, so I this think, is think, another version of Manfred. Uh. Yeah, I don't know okay. what kind of version it will come out. Okay, yeah, let's, let's go to the questions now. I was thinking that we want to drill deeper on this thing, Manfred. Like, you know, wow, okay, now we're okay. Very important. Yeah, okay, let's come up with the first one. I think this is a very important thing uh, that I, I think a lot of people would like to find out. As in, like, if I'm really, like, looking to start or really looking to learn SEO, so what are the skills required in order to do good? I mean, as in, like, do a good job in SEO. Right. So I think I think SEO is a multifaceted uh, discipline, isn't it? Uh, uh, there are a few things we need to know uh, in order to really make a difference. Right. So if you look at it vertically, one is one is the content part. You have to be good in content. Right. Uh, SEO is cornerstone. Uh, content is cornerstone. I mean, cornerstone for SEO. Without good content, you can't do SEO these days. So when it comes to content marketing, content creation skills, these are key, right? And content obviously has a process, right? It starts with ideation, planning, uh, then uh, creation, then kind of optimizing it, promoting it and measuring it, right? So all these different steps when it comes to content. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I mean, having good, having good skills on, on, on doing content, that's, that's, that's number one. Number two is uh, a bit of technical skills, which are required. Uh, and these technical skills are basically, again, related to uh, managing websites, right? Because at the end of the day, we are, we are trying to get our websites visible on Google. So uh, website design and development experience, expertise is, is, is good to have. Um, uh, things like technical SEO, which are very key uh, in order to make your website visible, right? And third part, I would say, would be uh, PR and outreach skills. Right now, one of the most difficult components of SEO is uh, link building, off-page optimization. That means things which Google will look in order to see your authority. And these are the things which are beyond your control. It's, it's things which you do off your website. Right now, to do this, you require not only good content, not only a good website, but you also need the kind of content amplification uh, 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 skills, right? So you need to reach out to other people, uh, basically distribute your content, amplify your content and get them to link back to you, right? So if I were to see that these are the three key, uh, you know, vertical, vertical uh, skill set, you need to have content, websites and uh, outreach and PR skills. Of course, to package this together, you require a bit of strategy and planning also, right? To set the direction. You need to know the business, what kind of keywords you want to optimize. And of course, then comes the measurement part to track performance of your SEO efforts. Yeah, so I think I think from a skill set point of view, I think these, these are the three things you ought to know. Wow, it sounds very simple, but it actually looks like something that we really have to dive deep, especially the PR part. I didn't, I, I mean, kind of like, okay, we learn a bit about SEO, but seriously, the PR part is really something that I totally agree that is beyond our control. But what would be the easier way to you know, get some help from any, you know, anyone who to, to actually link back to us. Is there any easy way or is there any, like, can we buy? Yes, we certainly can buy links. But um, honestly speaking, Google doesn't want 
website owners to indulge in any form of paid paid method of acquiring backlinks obviously google cannot cannot check each and everything but uh, uh, what google loves is editorial what we call as editorial links that means if your content is good if your user experience is good right then people should link to you naturally right, right. It's, it's, yeah like it's, i mean it's like if you're doing something really exciting something new in town you 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 might get a press coverage right from the newspapers and all that naturally right without without you in i mean having i mean having to pay for it so 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 yeah so these these are the kind of uh, uh, editorial links which which google prefers uh, and of course these are these are uh, easier done than said right because especially for small businesses who are starting out on a very small scale lower scale uh, this this is kind of tough so yeah so so i think i think from uh, that point of view this is one area which really requires effort and a uh, lot of persistence and uh, strategy and planning and also good content yeah in order wow. to achieve that's so that's the really idea cool. of stuffing your website with keywords and let google do its job is no longer sufficient you need to do a lot of outreach absolutely to, yeah. yeah okay yeah so these are some of the old ways of doing seo you know stuffing keywords uh, getting hiring a resource from a low cost uh, center to go and build backlinks from you know these uh, yep. very uh, uh, you know uh, yeah i mean these kind the of methods are no longer effective in fact they can even attract penalties so 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 the wow. methods of the yesteryears may now be penalties so you have to be really careful while doing this yep. kind of things yeah so what about those who that i mean like those businesses that have already done it for many years is there any way to actually can we can undo such thing like keyword stuffing and all that yeah well i i mean actually so um, i mean there are seo tools out there which can which you can simply run audit your website right and these will these will these will basically throw out uh, you know the so called uh, red signals which which i mean i mean which you should uh, ideally correct so uh, so i think i think if you if you look at seo from a very logical layman's approach always ask yourself uh, what's what's so great on my website that i deserve to be on first page of google does my website mm. have substance am i able to add value to the user right am i able to give him or her a good user experience when he arrives yeah so these these are key things which you need to ask yourself and if we are not doing that then 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 google is smart enough to understand even though everything works with algorithms and uh, logic and all that google is so smart enough to uh, uh, sense all these things and uh, uh, methods which are used to game the system are also easily detected now by google so google is always one step ahead than the so called black hat seos right so mm. yeah so the things used to work 5 10 years ago <laughs> don't work anymore right so today it's all about adding value to the user uh having good substance substance on your website optimizing it well uh yeah i think you know and uh, that should win the game la, for 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 you awesome awesome okay. but it's doable i totally i believe right i mean although it's Absolutely. a bit sounds a bit challenging but then again i think everything can can start yeah. from a very simple steps that's why if you guys are interested you guys can find out um azas um, program so now before we go too deeper into the next question now ty has a question about you know are there any recommendation tools for keyword research competition hits per month especially tools that lens monitor and automate link building wow that's that's a good one seriously automate link building uh, is there such thing automate link building come on ty really got uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah so tools tools are tools are a dozen a dime there are plenty of them out there new one keeps coming every day now if you're looking for uh, you know uh, the gold standard ninja kind of tools then you need to be ready to pay for them some of the best known tools in seo are tool called semrush another tool called ahrefs yeah these are, are these are cheap. kind of yeah and they're not cheap absolutely so i think we need i think you need to prepare to pay a few hundred dollars every month if you not to i mean if you need to use now these kind of tools will give you a lot of information a lot of data they'll tell you what's good with your website what's not so good it will also give you opportunities where you can do link building right but they're not going to build the links for you right link building is something which you need to do manually uh, do not go do not go about doing any automated link building because if google is able to smell the rat then it may actually penalize you 
and it will be very difficult to recover from these penalties. So link building, yes, is very important, but needs to be done the right way. And again, ask yourself, why would people link to me? Right. right. Value add on. Must have some yes. value. Right, right, right. Yes. So you need to have something which is of value. So create link-worthy assets on your website. Link-worthy link assets. Link-worthy assets. Can you give us a bit of some like examples? Like what would be the link-worthy assets? Right. So if you are showing thought leadership on, a, I mean, on a particular topic, right? Uh, you present the content in a very uh, digestible and properly formatted way. You uh, value add with infographics or DIY videos and so on and so forth. Then perhaps they would be called link worthy. Or you have like an online tool which helps uh, people get a quotation on the fly, oh. right? And I mean, an, and I mean an online calculator or something of that sort. Or it is some kind of original research which has been done, which has not been done. And I mean, your company or you have compiled this research and stats and st statistics and all. Yeah. So these are things which are unique, original content, not done previously, value add, right? So uh, I think I would I would call these as link worthy assets. Awesome, awesome. So in a way, you still have to do a lot of work on your own in order to actually stand out. So that you know the thinking process will be really coming from really about creating value for the users i believe so yeah. now chiwa has another question today's audience is quite active which is good now nah? we probably will go to about two questions today anyway but before that we go to <laughs> chiwa first yeah out of 10 that we have right chiwa is asking about google panda and penguin what about polar bear is that such thing you know uh he's asking whether these things are still around to keep us to keep keep webmasters in check yeah what, what's that you know <laughs> right so panda panda penguin uh, hummingbird right there's a whole google zoo uh, and these are yeah. all uh, right i mean these were the code names given to the algorithm updates which google used to roll out and these were announced right nowadays google doesn't announce uh, these kind of updates happen automatically oh, every 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 week yeah unless oh, if it's a very big uh, kind of uh, big big uh, big update then they may announce right. like the recent one was about the core web vitals which which is which is kind of uh, you know google gives more weightage to ux uh, ux signals on the website but yeah i mean uh, uh, smaller updates are not i mean i mean they are, they are they are no longer officially announced kind of things so panda and penguin yes so Panda was an update uh, rolled out by Google to punish websites which were in thin content, right? They didn't have any substance and they were ranking on first page of Google. Now they were ranking on first page of Google probably because they managed to build a lot of backlinks to their website from here and there, right? Through, through backlink uh, farm. Yeah, hey, from a link farm and all those kind of things, right? Yeah. So, so, so Google says, hey, if you don't have content on your website, you don't deserve to be on the first page. Right. So so that was Panda update. Penguin update was more to do with uh, link building strategies, uh, especially anchor text uh, over optimization. So say if I want to rank uh, for bicycle, bicycle shop Singapore, I want to rank for that. Then I will try to build links from other websites and every link I will kind of try to anchor text them with this keyword bicycle shop Singapore. So all my all my all my links will have the same anchor text. So Google will now looks at this and says, hmm, okay, so it looks like you are trying to de deliberately, you know, rank by just building links and over optimizing the thing. So, so Google rolled out these kind of Panda, Penguin, Hummingbird, and a few, I mean, many other updates all, all I mean, all through this past uh, uh, eight to 10 years where it systematically tried to weed out all these, all these, uh, you know, uh, spammy and kind of unethical way of doing SEO. Uh, right. Actually, uh, this this guy really liked the zoo very much. Uh. <laughs> and Chua is asked, and Chua said he engaged Black Hat services before. Wow, really? Huh? Okay, I think that's mm. pretty cool. But what, what is Black Hat really? Like, as in, like, just for the benefit of the audience, what kind so, of so, skill consider Black Hat? Yeah. Yeah. So Black Hat is 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 basically is basically uh, uh, employing tactics which are which are disliked by Google. Is basically tactics that are used uh, which are used to game the uh, game your way uh, to the first page of Google, right? And these uh, tactics are uh, tactics like building links from link farms, you know, cloaking your website. That means uh, trying to bury links under the same same color as your background, and you know those. I mean those kind of things. So uh, link wheels and uh, uh, making these so-called PBNs or personal blog networks, 
where uh, websites are developed just for the purpose of selling links. So Google mm-hmm. basically doesn't like uh, people to buy links. Google says that link building should happen naturally, editorially. If if you are good in your stuff, then you should automatically get links. That's that's what Google's stance is, lah. I mean, in terms of yeah. link building. So yeah, so so uh, no, people who do uh, all these kind of tactics, uh, you know, build build websites just for the purpose of uh, you know giving out backlinks. Yeah, those those are things which are kind of categorized as back services right right so chiwai don't do that no good huh? no good so don't do that anymore okay and sure zeng samras is is is, is awesome but kind right, of form, right. i think yeah, yeah i think definitely but the thing here is if you need to actually get the work work done somehow you need you just need some tools right yeah so yeah. all right now kimberly this is not a sponsor ad from uh, sam rush uh, by the way i wish Right, so uh, Kimberly is here, uh, you know, saying hi to Azha. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, good to see you. Right, and uh, Richard is here. Richard is, you know, he, Richard, what is this? Doubling, doubling, okay, on content ideation. What are the thinking process, thought framework on it? Asking this because uh, term creativity is, you know, okay, Ted, Vic, and open for interpretation. Second question, how about GMB? What the hell is that? Uh, Google my business. Google okay, my Google business. my business and uh, Google Merchant and image search optimization. Right, this is a consultation so, question already, no? Richard, yeah, so why you probably want to book a session with uh, us, huh? uh, It's Richard. Uh, no, Richard. Richard. Oh, sorry, it's Richard. Richard. It's Richard. Richard. Uh, consultation. But, but, but just in the context, Asa, maybe you can sure, give us sure. a bit of just the idea yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Please, Richard, absolutely. a bit. Please, Richard, a bit. Don't give them more. Yeah, yeah just give one percent <laughs> out of nine, nine, one hundred. Enough, enough. <laughs> Right. So, okay. So content ideation maybe sounds a bit too, uh, too chim, uh, too sophisticated. So let's let, let me, let me just talk in simple words, right? Content ideation equals uh, keyword research, keyword research, keywords, which are going to bring you uh, qualified traffic, the traffic that you want right now, when we do websites, obviously we're going to talk about our products and services, right? Uh, but beyond that, what are you going to talk about? So maybe you start a blog, right? And you start blogging you 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 publish posts right blog posts now each of these blog posts you want to attract traffic right and you want to attract traffic that is meaningful to your business right traffic that will come it will uh, uh, engage with your content and perhaps convert convert into a lead or a, or, or i mean or a download or i mean or whatever your objective is right so content ideation is basically going through that process identifying topics and keywords right which you think are going to be beneficial to your business going to be going to be bringing the right traffic and then after ideating get, bringing these ideas do the work of creating content content that is aligned with these these keywords these ideas right and if we do that well we optimize that well hopefully it will bring us the right traffic right so uh, yeah so i mean content ideation after you do content ideation you create the content right after you create the content just creation of content may not be enough. You also need to amplify your content. So that's where content promotion comes in, right? So that content promotion involves reaching out to other website owners, telling them, hey, you know, we have done this original piece of content. Perhaps it'll be, it's going to be useful to your community. Why don't you link to us? Right? So that's where content promotion and link building go hand in hand. And of course, to see whether you are performing well, it is it is going well as per your objectives, you need to measure. So content measurement comes as the last part, right? Ideation, creation, promotion, measurement. Yeah, right. first step process. Right, right. Uh, Richard, happy? <laughs> Thank you so much, Asa, for sharing. I think this is really... Sure, sure. I think uh, Richard's yeah. question on GMB, perhaps we can address a bit later if we are talking about local SEO. It's it's, it's very important. And uh, I think I think, I think think everyone should know about that as well. Yeah. Wow, okay, cool. Good. Now, before we go, uh, then we want to dive into the Richard's and other questions. So he's talking about the content consumption, you know, like the number of hits, time on content, any other interactions. Uh... But a lot of people creating content, but it's not consumed. Doesn't that contradict yep. your notion? Yeah. Okay. I think you mentioned about that about the content promotion part, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Richard, you're right in I mean in saying right that everybody is publishing content. I think uh, I think if I'm not wrong, more than seven million blogs, seven million blogs get published on the web every day. Wow. So every once, day. Yeah, like seven every million. Day. 
Yeah, I think yeah. you can Google and check that statistics. I think it's it's, it's pretty much there. A few years back, wow. it was 2 million. Nowadays, it's 7 million because people are creating content like hell, right? Everybody's doing content mm -hmm. marketing. So one fine day, we decide, okay, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to start writing on my website. So what? Right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So after we create the content, we need to ensure that people consume the content, right? So that's where, that's where UX comes in. Uh, using different forms of content comes in, promoting your content, pushing out your content comes in, right? So always remember that principle, C-O-P-E, create once, publish everywhere, C-O-P-E, cope, right? So create your content, put it on social media, share it with your friends, right? Uh, reach out to other webmasters, see if they can uh, give them a cover of your uh, post so that they can easily publish it. And in the process, try to get a backlink as well, you know. So, so, so these are things which will underpin your SEO. Awesome. I think we need awesome. to replace the word publish as in a quote to promote. Yeah. Mm. Because it's no longer just publishing, it's you, yeah. you actually yeah, need yeah. to actually Absolutely. promote. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. I would agree. You're right, Andrew. Yeah. Because if like, you know, if, if basically you want to create a content because you want to make Google believe that you are creating value, but then and if your content is not being consumed, then Google won't know because there is no traffic, yeah. there is no, yeah. no, no value that is being created in between, right? So, yeah, I think that's really something that a lot of people are neglecting, especially for those who are newbies to, in SEO. That's what I did, you know. I was working mm -hmm. on creating content, 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 but then, then again, right, the traffic never go because, of course, nobody, nobody knows. Right? The so, I think of, that's uh, a very good Building point. it and people will come whenever it's over already, right? Yeah, so the, the, you know, the cope is good, you know, what, create once, publish everywhere. Oh, promote I would say publish, slash, promote. Slash, promote, slash promote okay, everywhere. Okay, right. <laughs> publish, right. That's, slash, that's... promote everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what about keep surfacing the same content on social media? Was that, would, would that help in any way? Meaning that the uh, one piece of content, I probably post it every other day or not? So I think, I think, I think social media runs on a different, it runs on a different track, right? Now, things which you are publishing on your website, if you're doing like a thousand word uh, blog post, right? Then you can you can you can do a summary of that and post it on your social media, right? Right? It could be be LinkedIn, it could be Facebook or whatever. You can even post your uh, content on Google My Business nowadays, right? So okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I mean, of course, the same content you can't. I mean, you can't keep publishing multiple times. So your social media will definitely have a different content calendar, right? Besides just hardcore, I mean, content. I think social media is more of curation and uh, maybe lesser of creation, right? So uh, when we are talking about SEO, it's, it's more of you creating your own original content, right? So right. you don't have to post so, so, so frequently. Uh, I, think, I think with content, I personally believe it's more of quality over quantity, right? So 7 million are getting published every day. So... We, we, we don't want to run with the rest, right? I mean, how are, how are we going to stand apart, right? So I think always keep quality, give 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 that a bigger bigger mind share. Uh, publish one great post a month is also fine, right? But make sure that you right. do that well, cover it in depth. It's unique, it's original, adds value, satisfies user intent. Yeah, that 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 should that should bring us good traffic. Okay. Cool, cool. Makes Thank sense. you so much. And. Um, and just want to quickly highlight our, you know, Abba, hi. Thing. hi, hi, Abba. Abba is hi. here. Abba yeah. say, you know, wow. there's always so much to learn. Yeah. And then we have Danielle from Spain. What's up? And, Hola, uh, yeah. And uh, what? <laughs> she was saying, okay, you guys go and, you know, now next time what you guys should do, right? When you are actually going on show, when we are going on show like that, you guys should start another Zoom call discussing. So that you can synchronize your questions. I think that would be a good plan, guys. Do that. <laughs> cool, right? Hey, Kimber I mean, Kimberly got he... a question. Oh, wait. Kimberly has a question? Wait. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, okay, cool. cool. Let's let's bring it up from Kimberly. In your expert opinion, what would be the you know, sure win ways to stand apart and promote your content on social media? Uh, besides just having very good content. Ah. Mm. I mean that's a good one. Is it SEO related, Azhar? Would you be able to help on this? Uh, yes, and maybe I think we can learn a bit from Jason as well. I'm sure he'll have some, 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 <laughs> some ideas to do in, but I think, I think sharing on social media is, is, is obviously you need to, when you share on social media, there'll be things like hashtags and, 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 and shout outs to people and so on. So I think, I think those are things you can 
perhaps capitalize on content from your website you can make sure that you put a good feature image so it is picked up by the facebook's open graph and displays well uh, have a have a have a short and sweet summary of your thing of course when they click on it they will come on your website how exactly you you may share on social media maybe perhaps uh, i don't know oh uh, yes yeah. 100% i have the best answer for that run ads <laughs> i mean seriously the best way to distribute your content is to run ads all right so that's the that's the best way because you see seriously a lot of people actually try to uh first thing first a social media reach in, in one way or another is a bit it's always at the decline we all know that okay yeah. the organic reach is always like almost none so what's the point of uh you know hoping why not just run ads right how many of you agree that the run ads is the best way you know like probably just give one but seriously running ads is really a very good way to get the right people to consume your content because uh, talking about outreach right what's the best way of if you really have a very good piece of content okay then you have the hundred thousand of reasons to really go out and run ads and tell everybody about it don't you agree can so, i add uh, something to say something yeah. yeah just want to add a bit of uh, more of the logic part uh. so when people consume facebook uh, it's actually on mobile even instagram is on mobile so first what's the what are the important things are that you know the first of all time stopping image or video followed by your uh call to action and the CTA button. That's the second thing you have to optimize it. You throw inside the headline analyzer. Then finally, uh, thirdly is your your brand. That one nothing much you can do. Then fourth is your social proof, as in your like, comment, share. This one you can you know do something about it. Then finally, your copy. Copy of course is the first few lines that people see. You must be engaging. And your objective is to make sure people press the see more, read more. Uh, then this order to optimize the thing. So this is one for the social media. And the questions are coming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think good. we have the we have the right forum, guys. We are we yeah. are covering all the angles: search, social. We have Andrew. Wow, <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. And of course, email works really well. Seriously, I mean, uh, one of the best ways for you to promote content is when you have a when you have an email list. Every time you have a video, because there is another angle of it, which is I I just recently learned where if you publish a video on YouTube, the first twenty four hours is really the key. You know, you have to get as, you know, really the right people. You really need to ramp up the, the, the viewership in the first 24 hours so that, you know, YouTube will pick it up as, oh, this is a good content. Then, you know, they will, you will actually have a lot more recommendations coming from YouTube. So the best way, if you, if you, have, if you have been growing a list, then it's, I think it's definitely beneficial to do something on that, right? Don't you think, uh, Andrew? Distribution is key. So email helps. Uh, you have social media as well. Uh, but yeah, email as a one-to-one -one channel, excellent because you're talking to your audience directly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I hope we help. Kimberly, thank you so much for uh, joining this and asking the question. And we have Richard again now. Richard is very active today. How important is instant article and accelerated mobile pages for SEO? Wow, okay. Considering wow. mobile traffic has overtaken desktop. I think that's, that's, a, that's a valid one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so AMP, yeah. So AMP was, um, I think there was a lot of hype about AMP. A lot of people started migrating their pages, make it AMP compliant as well. Um, of late, I think, I know the rally seems to have been fizzled out a bit because the adoption was not very widespread, not as much as what Google would want. Of course, AMP was a Google, uh, I mean, project, isn't it? So, yeah. uh, in fact, at one point of time, I had I was actually advising my clients as well to you know you should start doing AMP and all that, but at this moment, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, requires a lot of different work, and basically, Google just caches all these web pages on its own servers, right? So AMP was basically that. Uh, so it's kind of off lately, um, as per what we hear from others, it has it has kind of uh, fizzled out a bit. So I would I would rather spend my energies and effort on other things, you know, like looking more at the core web vitals looking at user experience. Of course, AMP is also one of the parts of that, but I think, uh, you know, uh, trying to trying to do more on the uh, core web vitals updates rather than these, yeah. Yeah, I think okay. even the uh, more the web builders have also adjusted to be mobile compliant. So a lot of uh, so-called designs, uh, templates, or either even the coding itself, um, yeah. they are optimized for web anyways, yeah. uh, for mobile anyways, yeah. Yeah. No, mobile compliant is a given. That 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 is non-negotiable. Your website should be mobile responsive. You cannot do yeah. 
SEO if you're not mobile responsive. In fact, Google's index is a mobile first index. That means Google will index your mobile version of your website first. Then only it will look at the desktop index. Oh, right. okay. So, yeah. So mobile, yeah. So mobile, your your website needs to be mobile. I mean, responsive, right? AMP is a slightly different technology where Google caches the mobile version of your page on its own server. So oh. when you when you click uh, when if you have AMP enabled, then Google will sh like kind of store duplicates of your pages on its own servers, which it will be able to render with lightning speed. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's very similar to the Facebook's instant article, which is like. They also right. cache the, your version of article on, on Facebook server, yeah, on platform. So it will be lightning. Yeah. I mean, on Facebook side, I think, yeah, it works because uh, we have got this commercialization uh, connection in it. Because if you are, if you, if you, if you do this instant article connection, uh, Facebook share the so-called ads revenue with you because you become a publisher. So it works well for those uh, news portals and all that to do that. But then again, you'll be losing out in, in, in terms of your, your own native advertisement revenue because they will be showing only the Facebook ads. So, you, I mean, everybody will have to, you know, strike a balance in between. I see some, some portals actually stay, some portals actually shifted away because maybe, you know, they want more control on their own. But thanks for the question, Richard. And uh, we have Fazila agree to the ads part. Okay, that's a good one. So let's run ads. <laughs> okay, now let's move to the second question. Yeah, down to the 30, you know, 36 minutes down. Oh, that's uh, the second question. I'm just hit yeah, the second. Finally, we get to the second question. That's a good one now. Okay. Uh, okay, now this is a very good question. All questions are crafted by Manfred, so we have to give him credit for this one. So I think this is a very good one because e-commerce is definitely the, the most one of the most important areas that we have to look into. But then we realize e-commerce is not as easy to do SEO as compared to you know a normal website. So what would be your advice uh, for e-commerce uh, website, Asa? Right, right. So I think I think uh, every brand today is an e-commerce brand, isn't it? E mm. COVID has just accelerated uh, every retailer to move online, right? And that they called it the great retail migration, right? Retailers migrated to online. <laughs> So how do we ensure that now that we cannot live without e-commerce, how do we ensure that we do SEO for that, right? So um, I, think, I think from Google's point of view, so we have SEO, we have SEM, two ways of being on Google, right? So I'll quickly cover, touch upon SEM first. SEM, Google Shopping Ads. I'm sure you have seen something called as Google Shopping Ads, that carousel which you see on top. Yep. Uh, you may want to do those ads, right? a uh, few reasons first is uh, google is developing its own marketplace uh, where you can even you can you can even have your product there for free uh, uh, right the other thing is those shopping ads also called as plas product listing ads they are on top of the search ads right they they are displayed on top of the so if it is a product based search you are well off to get traffic from doing google shopping ads now that requires a slightly different setup something we need to enable something called as google merchant google merchant center right and you need to basically uh, provide a feed to google feed of your products which google will show in that carousel right so that's that's the sem part so i i mean i won't go into greater detail onto that focus is seo right now coming to seo so SEO for e-commerce website also in terms of steps, it is not very different from how you would do a you know, static website. So obviously you want to start first with your keyword research. Keyword research will give you direction to do your SEO, right? And for e-commerce, the choice of keywords you use is very important. So I would, I would, I would shortlist basically kind of transactional keywords, transactional keywords such as, you know, buy so-and-so product or keywords in which the brand and the product name is included, right? So these, these would be my ideal keywords. Also include uh, keywords which have some, some element of lower funnel inside, the, 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 the lower end of the funnel. So in the lower, in the lower end of the funnel, what do we usually encounter? We encounter words like reviews, comparisons, discounts, coupons, free shipping, Right, so these are typical. These 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 so-called words should be part. Yeah, these kind of words should be part of your list of keywords that you have shortlisted to optimize for. Right, so having having shortlisted these kind of keywords, then you go and do a keyword-driven information architecture. Right, keyword-driven information architecture. Basically, a site structure 
uh, right, which is which 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 embodies these keywords. Basically, you distribute key, these keywords to your site structure. Uh, site structure is informed by keyword research. The other thing you may want to do for e-commerce is to have a proper logical product taxonomy, depending on how big your e-commerce store is, right? So categories, main categories, subcategories, and then products, right? So the site structure has to be properly architected, right? So it, it, it provides a good navigation flow, provides for a good user experience. Things like, you know, your, 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 your product page shouldn't be more than three clicks from your homepage. Any product page on your website shouldn't be more than three or four clicks from your homepage, right? So it cannot be a very deep nested structure. So structure is very important, right? So keywords, structure, right? Then comes content. What are you going to put on your web pages, right? Because content is the one which will basically do justice to your keywords. You need to have content which will make you rank for these keywords. So content, we are talking about e-commerce size. Obviously, there's going to be product description. In most e-commerce stores, what happens is people will copy the product description from the supplier or the principal or the brand owner. So everybody who's selling that product will have the same product description, isn't it? That leads to duplicate content. Now, if you're doing that, then it's not really going to help your SEO, you need to come out with your version, your unique product description. So you need to be a bit more creative in that. You need to rewrite the product description, right? Add value to the product description. Have things like product FAQs or make provision for user-generated content. That means a user is coming there, maybe he or she has bought the product and then he, you know, they, they put in their feedback, right? Augment these product pages with perhaps a blog strategy, which where you write uh, about things as what you can do with this product, right? So yeah, so 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 content needs to go beyond your product description, right? Other thing uh, which you may want to do is uh, leverage what is known as schema markup. Schema markup is additional metadata about your product. When you embed schema markup into your product pages your listing on on the so-called SERP, search engine result pages, basically the, the, the result page will look much more, much more sexy. It will look much more attractive. Comprehensive also. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we see that there are a lot of product product pages with stars, right? Showing the reviews or showing the price or showing the quantity. So this is additional information which Google will surface from your website if you have something called as schema markup implemented. So wow. schema markup is implemented for different schemas. Schemas could be product, it could be recipe, it could be location, it could be person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So this way you can attract more clicks to your, to your product page. Right? So keywords, site structure, content, uh, content, unique content beyond the product description and augment this content perhaps with a blog strategy which shows what you can do with that product. Right now, the uh, last thing is link building, right? Link building, obviously, even an e-commerce website will require backlinks, especially if you want to rank it. Now, link building becomes even more trickier with e-commerce websites because people will usually not link to a product page because it sounds very promotional, right? So how do you get backlinks for an e-commerce website? So few ways. First is, as I mentioned, the blog strategy should help. People may link to your blog right but they may not really link to your product page so once they link to your blog post once you get authority into your blog then from blog you can do internal linking to your product page to give those pages more authority right other way of doing backlink is perhaps uh, reach out to do a bit of influencer marketing give free trials to ambassadors uh, people like jason who has a lot of followers right uh, and maybe he if he decides to feature your product or whatever right then you can you can perhaps get get backlinks in i mean i mean in that process yeah so slightly uh, different slightly different link building strategies may may, may be required right, right. so who wants to be useful in this aspects for link building will it be sorry sorry uh, i mean so for you know, I mean, deploying an affiliate marketing uh, strategy would be also a good way to encourage link building, right? Yes, yes, possible. Affiliate, yeah, yes. yeah. So, yeah. so by the way, guys, who wants um, SEO class 
from ASA specifically for e-commerce businesses. Ah, come, this is where we do survey, you know, so yeah. we can actually probably do a class together uh, for you guys. And then, you know, then you guys can really learn something that's really useful in order to help you uh, jumpstart your SEO for your e-commerce website. So by the way, at the moment, if you guys want to learn from Asha, this is the site that you can go, websell.com.sg slash digital-marketing-training. So this is really some uh, uh, somewhere that you can go and connect with Asha and see what he has got to offer in this program. But of course, I think you can find some contact information if you want to get in touch with him. So, wow, that was seriously mm. super technical. My brain is kind of like, okay, I want to rest for a bit anyway. Uh, but just, really... uh, just to add on to the confusion, <laughs> what you describe for e-commerce is uh, suitable when you have your own store. But would that kind of strategy works when you're when you're running a business on marketplace? Because but you don't control that platform, is it? Yeah. Marketplace. So, market place, so Andrew, sell, right? yeah. So yeah. I mean, you're referring to I mean uh, Shopee, Shopee, Lazada, Lazada. Shopee. Yes. Yeah. 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 So marketplaces are not your own media, right, Andrew? Uh, yes. So we we don't want to do SEO for, for for. I mean, okay, there are other ways to promote your store on Shopee, right? For but I think when it comes to SEO, you would you would you would you would be actually doing for your own media. Your website is your own media, right? You will I write see. content for it. You will optimize it. You have total control over it. On Shopee, you can't even do. I mean, they're not going to give you backend access to your this thing, right? True. True. Yeah. True. Mm. What if we actually put a link from our Shopee description back to our site? I'm not sure whether it's allowed anyway. I don't know. Oh, your site to the Shopee description. Yeah, yeah. That, that can help a bit. That can help a bit uh, because, okay, Shopee is a huge, I mean, it's a huge website, right? With, with millions right. and millions of pages, right? Now, yes. from where you get the link is also important. What is the authority of the page from where you're getting the link? That is also important. Right. right. So uh, all Should all links are not created equal. Different links have different yep. values. Mm. Yep. Wow. Okay. That's kind of like something that I heard from my previous instructor. But anyway, seriously, uh, I think I returned ninety nine percent of whatever I learned from him back to him already. <laughs> anyway. So now, uh, with your permission, Azar, I would like to bring up this question because I think you mentioned just now local SEO is important. Uh, yep. Because just now we covered the e-commerce SEO, which is a uh, great learning. And guys, if you want to learn from Asa, please go over to the link that I shared with you just now. And yep. now I want to quickly round it back to the local SEO, which you mentioned that is important. So how do we do this? Right. Hmm. So guys, local SEO, as the name suggests, it is much more specific. It is much more precise, right? Doing something at a local level is much more easier than doing something on a global level. Agree? So if I am a printing services shop in Orchard Road, I just want to be relevant to people who are frequenting Orchard Road. I don't need to be visible maybe for the whole of Singapore or even for Malaysia for that matter, right? So if I'm doing SEO, let me optimize for my location, right? So in my content, I would want to mention, my address would also mention that I am a shop in Orchard Road in my content on my website heading, uh, heading page or contact us page, I would say printing services shop in Orchard Road, right? Uh, when I get backlinks also, I would get backlinks from local websites, right? So all these signals tell Google that you are a local business, right? And Google always wants to personalize results for its users, right? Show things which are relevant to the user, right? So uh, optimizing for doing SEO for uh, local is much more easier. You will get more relevant traffic, right? Uh, how do we optimize? As I mentioned, your content should talk about the locale. Your backlinks also should have a local flavor. Another very important component of local SEO is what we call as Google My Business or GMB as one of one of the uh, I mean, persons I mentioned earlier, right? So GMB yeah. is like a social network by Google for small businesses, for businesses, in fact, in, in general, right? And uh, uh, after Google kind of failed at their Google Plus offering, you know, it's trying to promote now Google My Business uh, quite, uh, quite, quite, quite vehemently, right? And Google My Business is tightly integrated with Google Maps, right? So there has been an exponential rise in near me searches. Do you guys use near me searches when you, you use, right? I'm sure you must have used. If I go out on the street, I'm looking for chicken rice, I'll, I'll search chicken rice near me. 
right now when i search for this kind of a search term google obviously wants to give me tell me which are the chicken rice vendors where i'm standing hmm. right nearest to me now all these information is powered by google my business so if you are on google my business google will show you based on proximity based on relevance right and uh, based on other information uh, which you put on your gmb profile so it's basically your business profile on google right and it's linked to google maps now there's a lot you can do with uh, i mean there's a lot there's a lot you can do with gmb gmb is not just a simple business listing you can also uh, seek reviews from your customers you can integrate it with customer service channels you can integrate a appointment booking system with your gmb you can request a quote people can actually ask for a quote from the gmb they'll give you a call to action where you can put you can even make a small little website inside your gmb yeah you can make a small little own website so if you don't have a website you can make your own website within the gmb right you can do posts on it and so on uh, another thing is uh, when people write reviews on your gmb uh, keywords which are there in the reviews google will show your listing based on the text which is there within the reviews so that's why gmb is a very powerful powerful uh, element and it's 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 uh, it's is very important when it comes to local seo so uh, uh, if you are a local business make sure you are on gmb and use it to its fullest yeah wow mm -hmm. wow seriously some useful advice especially for those who are actually running some physical estab establishments whether you are a restaurant a cafe or any shop, Absolutely. I think that's a really important one because I do use the near me searches a lot. In fact, yeah, because oh, whenever I go to some, yeah, whenever I go to near some somewhere that I'm not familiar with, or even when I'm planning to go somewhere, you know, I actually do this kind of like planning whenever I actually do this. So wow, that's a very very powerful uh, advice. Thank you so much, Azha. Yeah. Now I want to move to that another question, which I want to I want to cue it up a little bit. Uh, there, there, there are so many good questions today, thanks to Manfred, but I think I quickly want to bring this up. You know, how should yeah. a newbie get started with SEO? I think this is really something, especially like people like me, I learn, you know, but I return 99%. I only have 1% left. So how should I start if I want to actually re, uh, uh, reignite what, whatever information that, you know, whatever, you know, in order to start SEO in the right way? So what would be your advice? Okay, so I think if you if you look at SEO right from a from a from a thirty thousand feet level, the SEO rests on four main pillars. First pillar is content and UX, content and UX. Second is on-page optimization. How you op how do we optimize that content so that it is easily discovered by the bots, right? Content and UX, on-page optimization. Third is technical SEO. Right, technical SEO. How fast does your website load? Is it mobile responsive? Does it have a HTTPS? Are there any broken links? Yeah, these kind of things. So technical SEO. And last is the off-page optimization. Okay, content in UX, on-page optimization, off-page optimization, and technical SEO. Now these are the like the like 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 the supporting pillars on which SEO rests. Right. So now if you are starting with this right with seo you want to learn seo you want to implement for a website so definitely you need to have access to the website preferably backend access to the website so if you're doing wordpress right you would want to install a plugin like yoast or rank math or seo press right which will help you put in your on-page optimization content is always a requirement i've mentioned this earlier also content is king distribution is queen right content is king so you need to have content. You need to have substance content, not only text, images, perhaps videos. Nowadays, videos are all all the rage, isn't it? So experiment with different content formats, right? So content UX, putting it on the website, optimizing with a plugin like Yoast SEO or things like that. And uh, also a bit of technical knowledge is required to make sure that your website is loading fast. Uh, actually, technical SEO is a lot of common sense, right? Common sense, like not putting a 2 MB hero image on your homepage, right? Because when you, we, we would want to put a very high resolution image on my website, but then we, we, we miss the point that if you're going to put a 2 or 5 MB image, it's going to take very long to, for it to load, right? And Google 
the your website loading slowly is very bad for the user experience people you and me don't like to wait isn't it we expect a page to load within the first few seconds if it doesn't load then it's going to affect your seo also right whatever affects your ux is going to affect your seo right so right so for a newbie to start should be able to generate content content skills are important working with websites right basic knowledge of websites optimizing it is important right and uh, i think these two are the key things for so for a newbie to start i would say have your own website or get access to your employer's website where you can you know implement all these optimization and be good at creating content the yeah. third part which is the more difficult part is the outreach and all that where you get backlinks and all that that may you you may pick that up along the way yeah right mm. right thank you so, so much that, yeah. Yeah. just want to add on Azar's part uh, even you want to do link building uh, it's also come under the condition that you have good content yeah so so it's no point having a conversation should i do content or should i do backlinking because when you do backlinking you still need content right now so you need to do yeah. content first no matter yeah. what yeah if you want so to build if, if yeah. you want to build links the right way the white hat method of building then it should be based on substance on your website you need to have good content that's that's the way you build links and these links will will do benefit to you it will last it will last forever you know google will never penalize mm -hmm. if you do it the right way but yeah if you go the shortcut shotgun method of you know quickly building links from here and there paying and all that down the line google google will 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 get ahead of you and you know you might get in trouble yeah yeah so guys you have two ways to do this either you go and google everything and go and learn from a lot of youtube videos and all that or the other way around is you can actually learn from Azhar. here's the link by the way this is actually the link to Azhar's digital marketing training i believe he covers seo and beyond so this is the place that you want to kick start all right so here's how we go now we have several questions coming from uh, the audience i think uh, we probably want to take a look at it now ty asked about this link building quite wide and technical do you think business owners should engage the experts to do it or you do do you think it's still free to be done by the business owners well well i think this is a good question thanks ty uh mm. Azar, what's your take mm. so link building uh, link building is difficult guys right link building is it's not easy it's not easy uh, in fact even when we when we do for 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 business owners a uh, lot of time you also have to leverage on your own 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 personal relationships business relationships that you have so it's, it's not just a, a content-based outreach right uh, uh, if you if you are good if you have a good network if you are active in communities where you are contributing and all it it, it will help you to make links right so link building also depends on your own interpersonal relationships also believe me right so so it's not easy to do link building now if you 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 may want to hire an agency to do it but always ask the agency what is their approach of link building right understand the concepts what google likes and then question your agency how are they going to do approach link building if if agency is going to tell you oh okay don't worry i i have my network i will build uh, you know 20 links in one month and all that 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 self is a uh, <laughs> run, run away yeah <laughs> that that stuff is a is a is a red I mean it's a red flag. So always ask them their approach, how they're going to approach it, uh, what is their strategy. If it if it appears white hat logical for you, uh, aligned with what Google expects you to do, then then perhaps you can go ahead. And obviously these these services are not going to be cheap because it takes effort. Right? And it right. takes time too. Yeah, man, it's not easy. That's why SEO it cannot happen in a week or two. I think it actually. But the rewards are tremendous. Uh, but having said that guys having said that i mean i i obviously don't want to scare you with yeah link building is difficult but if you are in a business niche which is not very competitive if you do your content and your website optimization properly i think 60 to 70 percent of your seo is already done you can still yeah. rank on first page of google if you have good content you optimize your website and your website loads fast those those basic hygiene factors if you take care it's, it's not so difficult but yeah if you are in a very competitive niche weight yeah. loss cleaning services yeah uh, these kind of training. niches yeah the, these these require authority if you want to beat your competition and to build authority you will need backlinks right okay all right thank you thank you Asa. all right and thanks to you for the question now last one and you guys really have zoom call huh? anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so Richard has this. Uh, okay, I think this is a very good question. I'd like it. You know, thanks, Richard. And Richard is asking, you know, most content are in English. So mm -hmm. hence the competition. So what is what is what is your thought on the multilingual approach on content? So mm. yeah, I think this is a very interesting question. Yeah, I think I think if your website is uh, 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 if you are serious about multilingual SEO, then 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 I think you need to have a. You need to build your website in that language totally. It can't be like a Google Translate or something. You will need to get content written in the second language, right? Have a selector on your website where user can select either English or Bahasa or or or, or Spanish or whatever that other website is, right? And then optimize. Use the same principles. The the principles are still the same, right? Even if you want to do like SEO for say Baidu in China, everybody follows Google system, right? Uh, so, yeah, in addition to that, obviously, there are other factors. If your website is hosted in that country with a, with a, with a, with a local domain, then Google will give you preference for that, right? Google always likes to show local searches ahead of global one, right? Because that is more relevant to the relevant. person who is searching in that one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so basically concepts are still the same. Uh, but if you want to have in the in the in the in the other language, make sure that you either have a subdomain or a selector or a subfolder within your website where you have your entire website done in that that second language as well. Yep. So so I think in short, you know, just to quickly answer uh, Richard's, I think Roger is no good. You know, let's not yeah. do Roger. Let's do focus. <laughs> but you can have multiple folders and all this. You know, thank you so much, Azha. I think uh, wow, you know, we have covered about. Ooh less than half of the questions but i think it's time for the website of the week today we have a very interesting scenario here where our guest is gonna do the website of the week yeah. uh, because i think manfred wanted it anyway but i think this is a very interesting one uh anyone else did the website of the week on that on their own i mean the guest did yeah, it we, we have a few rounds but this round will be more interesting let, let the expert do the talking so azar you may share your screen i'll bring it up so all uh, right okay the website of the uh, week that is going to be featured today, I'm just going to put it into the uh, it's uh, SEO chat minion. right now. It's SEO yeah. Minion, actually. Oh, minion. Totally new to minion. Why Minion? So, You're okay, not showing you know, up the right. screen, Jason. Wait, I think uh, Azar uh, is going to somewhere. Can, so let me bring it up. There you go. Okay. All right. Cool. Can you all see you my go. screen, guys? Yeah. Yes, we can yes, see yes, your screen. Yes, we can see your screen. All right. Okay. So, yeah. So I, 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 I really like this tool and... Um, uh, many of you might have heard it as well. Uh, it's it's a tool called SEO Minion, and uh, it's it's basically it's, it's it's like a guide by the side, you know, which tells you quickly how a particular web page is doing in terms of SEO. Now, uh, how it comes is it comes in the form of a Google Chrome extension. Do you see this icon here? Yep. Right? Yes. So you yeah you can easily install it. Now, when we go to a website, so let me just go to one of the websites. Uh, usually used in my training programs as well and uh, let me go to a page here right now i want to see how well is this web page optimized right i'm going to turn on seo minion here all right so it just sits there all you need to do is click on this and the very first option here analyze on page seo i'm going to click on this so what this tool is going to do is it's quickly going to scan this page and tell me whether my on-page optimization is done properly or not. So it's showing me the URL, my page title, my meta description, right? Uh, any canonicalization and so on. Then it also tells me quickly whether my content is optimized with the different headings, H1, H2, H3, and so on. Right. It tells me whether I have open graph enabled. So if I want to share it on social media, you know, it will quickly pick up those information and so on. So this is uh, this is a, this is a very uh, simple and handy tool, which 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 can uh, which can really do uh, give you a quick quick overview of how your page is doing in terms of on-page optimization and see it also tells you the number of words so typically you should have decent amount of content right so typically i would say at least at least 600 to 800 words in any page and it's showing here that this page has 627 words right and all the all all, all the key optimization factors so yeah so guys i think i think this is a good add-on to have uh, do put it on your chrome browser and uh, on any page, if you're going and seeing whether this has been optimized, 
uh, or not yeah you just have to click here and do analyze seo so i think yeah. that that is something you oh, that's good i just added it yeah wow this that's, good. that's pretty good. good i'm just gonna do it as well you know SEO. thanks for sharing thank you so yeah. much for sharing let wow. me go there as well <laughs> so yeah i think that brings us to the end of the show thank you so much and guys i i believe you guys learned great amount of information today i think it's really about how do we actually you know put this together and put things to work and if you guys want to really uh you know uh, in a more effective or structured way to learn from azaha this is a link that you can go uh azaha is a trainer himself and according to manfred he's one of the best uh, trainer that he has met so definitely you want to consider learning from him so that's the link that you can go and thank you so much azaha for joining us tonight and hopefully we can see you come back again maybe to talk deeper because we have 60% of the questions are not, not answered. <laughs> so we can probably cover in another two to three episodes to come. But thank you so much for joining sure, us sure. tonight. It's, and, it's been a pleasure, guys, uh, yeah. having me on board. And uh, yeah, I hope hope I've been able to provide some value to the audience. Definitely. This is a, definitely. This is a mini masterclass already. Yeah, man, mini masterclass. So if you guys want to learn, definitely go to the link, right? And that's yeah, it, yes. guys. This yeah. is the three-month uh, show. Yeah, but before that, before that, uh, just one, tomorrow is Diva Bali. So for our Hindus, uh, viewers and listeners, uh, happy Diva Bali. Yeah, happy, happy Diva Bali. Alright, alright. Yeah, thanks guys. This is the Tree Magnet Show. I'm Jason. We have Manfred, Andrew, and we're Azar here. See you yeah. next week, same time. Next Wednesday, week. 10 p.m. See you. Good night. Bye-bye. Episode 60. Yeah, right. it's finally. Bye-bye. Episode 60. Bye.